And we're live. And we're live. Yeah, that one. Like a big old alligator arm. Yep. How are you doing this fine evening? I'm doing uh I'm doing pretty good. You know, I was just sitting there thinking though earlier, what uh what the hell we're gonna talk about. There's no motorcycle well, racing. That's pretty poor planning when you have World Superbikes off, Moto America's off, uh-huh. Moto GP's off. Uh-huh. I should have looked for the BSB, maybe they were racing. Maybe. I was just like, I was sitting there thinking, about it. I was like, you can't even give me crap for not watching anything because there's there's just nothing to watch today. It's insane. I'm going to go look for it after this. All right. Yeah. I'm jonesing I mean, I a little bit. I could look it up right now. When do yeah. they, do they have the same like summer season or? Yes. All right. The Australians are off, but the British are racing. Yeah. Well, should we roll the intro? Let's roll the intro. Yesterday at one point, I was in six. And we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and we're live. And I, and I have to ask you, I had a conversation about you in, uh, I was spending some time in Costa Mesa, California last week. Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa, home of Moto America, FYI. Costa Mesa. Where Where is that? Down south? Uh, Orange County. It's, uh, okay. Right by, right by right. the John Wayne Airport. Gotcha. Okay. John Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, John Wayne. You don't know who that is either? I know who John Wayne is. Thank you very much. But I thought the JFK was down in California. No, that's probably a New York thing or something. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Back it up. We're out. Your generation trying to cancel the Duke. Are they actually? Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything about it for a while, but it used to be the John Wayne Airport, right? Yeah. Now it's referred to as SNA, you know, when you're booking tickets. Super not airport. Super not an airport. And John Wayne, they were trying to, you know, it's right there in Liberal Wood. They're trying to cancel the Duke, but his big old statues, like it, it used to be a lot more of the center piece. There's yeah. a, there's a, like a 12 foot statue of him. Whoa. In there. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. John Wayne had like, you know, Maybe one of the best quotes of all time. Life's hard. It's harder if you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how, how could you not look up to that guy? So, I mean, we don't need to get all political about John Wayne because you can never cancel him in my heart. He's one of the greatest gentlemen to ever walk the face of this earth in my I think, book. I think you would be surprised with how many John Wayne movies I have seen. <laughs> honestly, just saying. Well, that's good. But, but John Wayne, he, in his career... In his career, he did some uh, he did some interviews with Playboy. Okay. Back in the day, and he he said some things that I think at the time were probably not deemed uh, racial, but mm-hmm. people you know nowadays they dust things off from a different era and try to take a new look at them and form opinions, and that's why they've been trying to cancel him over there. Hmm. One of the gotcha. reasons. I thought it was the. Uh people eating tasty animals getting all mad about the horse abuse yeah i'll tell you what you, you know we're supposed to keep this stuff motorcycle related 
Uh-huh. I'll, yeah. I'll bet I'll bet the Duke would be the fastest guy on track at any track he went to. Probably here today. As long as there's a three slat fence. Right? Right. <laughs> so uh, back to motorcycles. The reason I was in Costa Mesa was work related, but uh-huh. uh last year last year when I was at Costa Mesa, I realized that just doing a Google search, there was a Moto America headquartered in Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, so I had some time to kill, and I put in put it in the GPS, and it, it's only like six minutes from where I normally hang out while I'm there. So, right. so I had drove down there, and was lucky not to get arrested, probably because it's just like a strip mall looking thing, like a business complex. Right. And I drove down there, and was all the windows are kind of tinted, and you could yeah. I found the building that said Moto America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and walk down there and it's just you can walk up to the window and do this and <laughs> i mean it's just yeah. full of, it's just full of motorcycles in there it's just solid motorcycles in there nothing mm-hmm. going on the door was locked you know yeah be interesting i had some time to kill again and i thought maybe i'll run down there again right okay so i was trying to type in the address and it wouldn't come up anymore so i don't know if they've moved it or if it's no longer there but mm-hmm. it kept it kept correcting and in uh yamaha yamaha racing u.s headquarters is in costa mesa suzuki racing headquarters is in costa mesa and they were all in that same area okay yeah and something came up and i never drove over there but so it's a it's the motorcycle mecca apparently apparently that's where they all have their headquarters at least i mean it kind of makes sense just have everything all in one spot it's kind of weird I, I don't know. I guess I didn't think that like Yamaha Racing would have a headquarters in America, but I guess they need a spot to test everything. I don't know if they're testing or if they just need like a mail to location. Yeah, that's probably more what it is. Somewhere to store. Honestly, just an, yeah, an excuse to keep all the bikes that people have won on. And that's receive, Honda. That's Honda that won't give bikes away. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who you see that? they? Ross you see they? I'm mad about that. Yeah, Mark's always pissed about that. But did you see uh, Jack Miller? They gave him his Moto2 KTM. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, uh, before the race last week at the Red Bull ring, they they brought out, I don't I don't know if it was a replica or the actual bike, mm-hmm. but he was sitting on it and they gave they gave him a bike. And I was, I, I was hoping that didn't, you know, wasn't just to make him feel better about when they say, oh, and by the way, uh, Acosta's taking your bike next year. Yeah, I was gonna ask you what's uh what's going on with our old boy Jack over there. I don't know because I He's tell you, to... I've been so I think we try we not just try we do a pretty good job about only putting out official information on this on this podcast on our platform, right? Right, and if it's not official information, I think we've been very good to be like rumor mill rumor mill here. This is what we've been hearing. This is what we've been seeing. We don't know, but we'll get you the info when it does come out. But I've been hearing a lot about what's actually going to happen next year and who's going where, doing what. There's also been a lot of talk around Jack, possibly. Well, well you notice they, they officially signed Brad Bender for two more years. Yeah, two. I thought it was three. Maybe two until 2026. But I thought Maybe I heard 2026 in there. Well, he already had his seat for next year, I think. Uh-huh. So I think they just extended it two more. Okay, so 25 and 26. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a good time to take it take some stress off of jack's shoulders if they 
thought they were gonna. Yeah, I don't know. It's been weird because I mean, he came out of the gate like nobody's business, and just started wrecking people out there. Not actually wrecking, not crashing, but wrecking people. Right? Like he was, he's putting down some laps, putting down some times, putting down some results. Kind of in like standard Jack Miller fashion, you know, win one, wreck one. Then the second half of the season, he's just kind of... Well, I would argue that something's not right there because you can almost... I mean, it's it's almost a sure bet. I mean, if somebody would take a bet with me that he was going to qualify top five in any race, I'm taking that bet all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make that same bet with Bender, although he has been qualifying much better this year than normal. He's been a lot more consistent. Yeah. But Jack's still qualifying good. He's starting the race. He's... Man, it's like his tire goes away, his... Something. I mean, he's not... I don't know. I don't know. We need him, though, so... All right. Yeah, no, I mean... We need him. The sport needs him. I agree. I mean, that's what I'd... I'd, I don't think he should leave, but I need him to need him, if that makes sense. I know he listens to this podcast, so, you know, Jack, let's let's get it back. His spirit animal was on here a couple weeks ago. Do a couple more uh, stoppies or something, and let's get it going. Oh, hey, I have I have bad news. What? I looked it up. Who? You're going to... What did you look up? British Superbike schedule. Yeah? Yeah, guess what is going on right now? The racing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have something to watch when we get done recording this. August 25th through the 28th, Codwell Park. So I guess it'll, BSB fills in all the... Uh, all the weekends that no one else does. They actually have like a pretty, they got a busy schedule. Yeah, I mean, right. they had three weekends in March, two in April, two in May, one in June, two in July, and then two in August. That's because they only have one month. They hope it doesn't rain. They hurry and try to put them all in. <laughs> you know what's surprising is going through here, there's actually no pictures of races with rain. So. That's because they saved them all for this month. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Man, it's been raining out here. I'll tell you what, we're getting the... The hurricanes. You think you'd race a motorcycle in a hurricane? Why not? I mean, if it's a California style hurricane, of course I would. Because I, you know, I I flew on the Delta Airlines right straight into that hurricane. Yeah, to go to Costa Mesa. All right. Well, maybe they don't know what hurricanes are out there. The only thing that hurricane cost me and the people I visited in California was my sun chips and ginger ale from the little cart. Bummer. They made the people sit down. It was really tough getting through a whole hour-long flight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, hey, maybe, you know, all of our European listeners that we may or may not have should have reminded us that there was British Superbike this weekend, and we could have been paying more attention to it. But I'll have to, you know, next year, maybe I'll actually pay attention to BSB just to see why they're talking so much crap on all the American tracks. The BSB people aren't. They also, they only have, this is kind of interesting, Circuit, only, it's only the size of a state. Circuito de Navarro, which doesn't sound British. Donington Park, okay. Silverstone, then Silverstone again. Then Olden Park, then Olden Park again. Donington Park again. Knock Hill, Snedderton, Brands Hatch, Thruxton, Caldwell, Olden Park again. Donington Park again, and Brands Hatch. They do a lot of repeating, which, yeah, I guess if you don't have a ton of, ton of room, you kind of have to, but. It's kind of interesting. Kind of cool. Olden Park looks kind of similar to Atlanta Motorsports Park. Nope, sorry. Road Atlanta. Get mixed up. Anyway, yeah. So if you're looking for motorcycle racing to fill your week up with uh, when you get home tonight or, you know, whatever you're doing right now, when you get back, uh, take a look at British Superbike because they raced this past weekend and I don't know anything about it. So 
I bet there's BMWs in there. I would assume so. Yeah, there is. Who's the Jake Dixon? Question mark. Moto two. They're talking about bringing up. Yeah. Two Moto GP because he's British, right? Yep. That's the talk. But he's, he he's, he's the great British hope. Was he ever in British Superbike? Yes. Or, or World? BS, he was in BSB, not World Superbike. He went. Okay. Oh, that's one. That is actually one thing I was going to talk about. Did you hear about uh, Max Toth? Yes. And let's let's get him on here. All right. Yeah, I'm down. I'll, I mean, I'll send him a message. Send him a message. Let's let's get him on here because I want to know what's going on. Yeah. First off, first off, I you know, and you can tell him when you get a hold of him. <laughs> I tied my wagon to that guy. He's uh-huh. my great American hope. I, you yeah. know, 15 episodes ago or something, we were talking about what riders in America have a shot at, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, watch this kid. Yep. And he looked like all the right steps were happening. And next year we were going to get to see him burst on the scene. And there's been a falling out with the American racing team. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound too cordial. They're keeping it cordial in the media, but it doesn't sound. I don't. I'll read you his post. I mean, I don't think his Facebook or Instagram is private or anything. Yeah, I so. mean, it was. I mean, there. it's not. It's not bad, right? He just said, due to irreconcilable. Sorry, I don't speak English. Differences. We have decided to terminate our relationship with American Racing and Apex Management effective immediately. We went into this relationship with high hopes for this team and management company having our best interests at heart. We hope to have exciting news about the remainder of the season and 2024 in the near future. Thank you to my personal sponsors for their enduring support. So yeah, I took that as a... Uh, something uh, bad happened. I don't know. Yeah, something. But I I also have to tell you that I was actually kind of excited to hear that. Kind of. Why? You think you'll get a better bike? I think so. Yeah. He now deserves we- a better bike. I think I think he's smart enough to not cut ties without a plan. Maybe not a foolproof plan, but a plan. And I think there had to be something else that he was like, okay, not only do we have our differences here, but also I have somewhere else I can go. And I'm hoping, I mean, I like what the American racing team's doing. It's great getting Americans over there into Moto2 and giving them a, a shot to be seen. But if you have someone that has extreme talent, which I think there's definitely a possibility that Max Toth is one of those people. I don't think the American racing team is the way to go. I think it's a great place for someone that has really like a, a decent amount of talent and they go over and hopefully get seen by another team and then picked up. But if you're already over there, which he has been, you already have a ton of talent. You should be able to kind of bypass that step. Well, you just said that we try to not say things that we don't know are true. Yeah. If you read the comment thread on that particular post you just read, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that, are racers or in the community that are that are commenting on that mm-hmm. one of the things that kept coming up is you just figured out the real reason that Cambobier left <laughs> and they're also saying that sean dill and kelly has been done poorly over there by them okay so i don't know if that's all people running their mouth and not knowing what they're talking about but it'd be interesting to get to the bottom of it yeah to learn a little more about yeah, well, I, you know, I'll uh, reach, I'll out, reach to out to Max Toth, and we'll we'll see what we can do there. And I don't know, Max, if you listen, we watched you once at Thunder Hill, so come say hi and let's have a chat. Yeah, that's the that's the coolest him. part to me is that like I talked to his dad for hours. Yeah, right. Like that. That's what's cool to me is that not only is he possibly the American hope, 
I mean, he's probably our best shot for sure. Also, like I've actually gone and seen the guy and, you know, we, yeah, we were parked right next to his dad. Like it's a little more real if he makes it all the way, you know, I did a track day on the same day as this guy. Just not in the same time zone. (laughs) No, definitely not. I don't know. Well, no one was in the same time zone as that kid. It was nuts. I think we've talked about it before, but that was insane. Yeah. There's some real talent there. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Yeah. I mean, we'll, uh, We'll reach out to him, see where we can get. We'll let you guys know, keep you updated on the Max Todd situation. But yeah, if you're following American motorcycle racing and that's what you're here for, or that's what you're in the sport for in general, and you don't watch MotoGP because there's no Americans, which I know that's a thing. Can't fault you for that, but look up Max Toth, keep an eye on him because he's hopefully going to be that, fill that spot for you and bring everyone back. Yep. So I like it. Well, have you ever had one of them days where you just need to quit touching stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I've had, a, I've had my fair share of those, but you you don't quit touching stuff, and everything just keeps going downhill. Yeah, you think it's got to get better, and so maybe you switch to a different project, and then you just bust something over there, and you just one more time, right? Mm-hmm. And then then you bust something over there. Yeah, that was that was kind of my weekend. Usually that's all for me. It's all like on the same project, like one bolt's like, nah, dude. And I'm like, all right, I'll just, I'll go start with a different bolt. We'll come back to you later. And then I break that one and spend 10 hours getting that one out. And then I go back to the other one and it's still just like, no, not going to happen. So, well, I, I came home from uh Costa Mesa mm-hmm. and then I had a little more localized road trip I had to go on. Okay. And I started getting hit with the gombu. Well, the COVID, the oh, you got sick. Okay. okay, I got sick. I got a I got a head cold. Could be COVID. Who the hell checks anymore? Who cares? But yeah, about knocked me on my. You know what? Uh huh. Uh huh. Friday was rough. Saturday I started pulling out of it. All now right. wife's got it. So <laughs> classic. Yeah. 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 And then did, uh, you, did you get the like the transfer day or was there a clean day in between? No, nah, it was a half a clean day. I always love the clean days because you're like, yeah, I'm good. And everyone's good. And then in the face to the next person, <laughs> right down the line. Right. Because everyone thinks they're clear. And then it's just, nope. Yeah. So if the editor doesn't get all my <coughs> edited out, that's. <laughs> that's why. That's the residuals. That's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, Saturday, I was like, man, I got so much to do to get ready for USBA 4. Right. Which is next weekend. Yep. Um, when you're listening to this, we'll be uh, one day away from driving to the track. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I have goals I need to meet. As you know, we have the three-tiered plan. So yep. Yep. donor bike is, I thought it was finished. I talked to you a little bit about it, but man, I put it all together. Everything went pretty good. Um, it looks exactly like my other one after you put all the fairings and stuff from the other one on it. Yeah. You know, same year, same bike, same color scheme. Boom. And, uh, well, it was, a, it was a red, white, and blue American flag to start. And now it's all black. Like, right. Yep. Went and drove it around. Pretty good. You know, is what it is. We'll be good. But I want to talk about some of the mistakes I made. I got me some new Vortex grips because that's what I'm used to on my bike. Okay. And I guess it's been too long since I started dicking around with the things that BMW did that I don't like. So in this segment <laughs> oh, of here we go. BMW things that suck. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So 
You Sorry want to, for our German friends. You want to replace your grips. Okay. Easy day. You know, we've talked about the over complexity of some German things at times. Mm-hmm. So not, not easy day. No. So we take the uh, simple side. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2010 is pre whiz wheel, pre all that yeah. kind of good stuff. Right. So you take out a razor blade mm-hmm. and you cut the grips off. Right. Took the yep. bar ends off, cut the old grips off. That's what you would do. Cut it off pull it off and then realize shit i forgot i remember this from before they use a special grip it's not just the standard size that everybody would use because you have your controls right yeah the button your button your hazard lights your yeah. signal lights all that stuff you have that control well there's a plastic piece built into that that runs the length of a grip okay oh, okay the way the controls are located on your bars is the clip on has a hole drilled in it and has a bolt that runs all the way through that cylinder, that plastic cylinder mm-hmm. so that it clocks correctly where it needs to be. Okay. Yeah. And that's how the whole thing is held onto the bars is through this one bolt that goes through the entire. Did you cut the on. bolt? It's a teeny little bolt, but yeah, it's a bolt. I mean, it's a long teeny bolt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Small diameter long. So it goes through both ends of the bar. Yeah, sides. so now I've already cut the grip off, and I'm like, oh, man. And I'm looking at my nice vortex. You know, one's bigger than the other. Mm-hmm. Well, the small one won't fit. So I ordered two sets, so I'd have an extra set in the toolbox. Uh-huh. So my first thought was, well, maybe I'll just use the two big ones, right? Right. Good to go. And I started doing that. Well, actually, actually, I did that. So Okay. I put the big one on, problem solved, crisis averted. And like a total idiot, I walk over to the other side, not thinking about my past. And, but you know, my race bike has been completely switched over to race switches and, you know, pro twist throttle and whatever. What do I do? I take the razor blade out and I go, and I cut it. Uh huh. Well, guess how they work? Not just a classic plastic throttle tube. There's no throttle tube in it. The grip itself, the grip itself, where the cables mount, uh-huh. the grip itself is molded to that plastic piece that holds the cable. Nah. There is no plastic tube, like removable liner. So you, do you put the skinny one on that side? No, because it has to turn the thing. So it still has to be a fat one. No, it has to be a BMW one. Oh, okay, okay, that's okay. Yeah, and I don't know if there's an aftermarket company that makes one, but. It has to be a BMW one when using the stock controls. Okay. So after cutting it off, I'm standing there looking at the old bike, looking at this bike going, oh my gosh. And you don't have one on the other bike because you have the Motion Pro throttle on there. Yeah. So Which is just normal like everything else in the world. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm okay. like, well, I wasn't going to switch over to the Motion Pro, but I guess I am now. <laughs> and then I went to the bag of parts. Mm-hmm. And looked around, and I had the old grip from the original bike as a spare in the toolbox. Okay. And so I said, no, I'm going to put this back on it. So now I have a Vortec on one side and a stock BMW on the other side. So it's super classy. So you cut the stock one off to put a different, also old, used stock one back on. Yep. And we're yeah. ready to rip. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Pissed me off. And then. Oh, there's more. Oh, yes, there's more. So, so we get a whole a whole bag of just BMW hatred today. Yeah. Well, BMW I mean, engineering hatred. So annoyances. So that side. So I thought <laughs> I was done ever working on the stock controls on one of these bikes again. 
but the the little torx screw that goes in them yep cannot be reached with a standard even a long torx driver bit okay so it's in the in the housing of the switch yeah in order so okay so it's great you take out a torx you pop off the top i popped the cables off and then went oh yeah it won't come out right because it's got a bolt going all the way through and it's one piece Mm -hmm. so you there's you have to pull the controls apart and a standard torque bit is too fat to fit in the recessed hole that's in the controls so then i had to go dig around through like seven piles of garbage to find the custom one that i ground down to make Mm -hmm. work yeah luckily i found it so i didn't have to ruin another 50 cent part there you go. But then you pull all that apart just to get it to go back to the way it was before I touched it anyway. Mm-hmm. And now she's good, I guess. So okay, no other issues with the race so bikes ready. We put her all together. Okay. Took her for a test ride. She's a ripper. You know, I took it to Mexico real quick and did as many practice launches as I thought she could handle. Right. I'm better on this bike. Okay. The 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 clutch must be in much better shape. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah was right. in much better shape <laughs> i was enjoying that but so felt good but she started getting up in temperature and I, I mentioned to you earlier in the week the the freaking fan never kicked on right yeah i looked up the temperature setting for you by the way yeah it was somewhere around two like 12 i want to say yeah that that tracks right. that tracks so stupid me i should have listened to you i'm going to give you this one okay okay because when i told you about it i was like just having a bad day and so mm-hmm. it can't be simple couldn't be the fuse couldn't be the fuse so i'm diving all the way in right and i have just had the radiator out i've had everything's been off there's fifty thousand wires that i've been eliminating because i don't need them anymore right and i'm like surely i screwed something up here so i recheck all, i have to pull all the fairings back off again to get to that stuff I check all that stuff. Everything's fine. I've got meters out. I'm trying to check for power. I'm trying to check all those things. And then I'm like, idiot, just check the fuse. Mm-hmm. So I check the fuse and bingo, bango. I got two blown fuses in that bike. Fan. Everybody at home, just a reminder, this is not my bike. This is, it's mine now, but it's, yeah, it, it's got a history. I mean, it's got aftermarket signal lights. It's got aftermarket, all this stuff or did yeah. have on it. New to you. New to me. So I've been cleaning some stuff up and, you know, there's some, there's a, there's a few of the wires that are, you know, connected together with your fancy AutoZone connectors. Oh, those are the best. Yeah. Without shrink tube or anything, you know, yeah. like the hard plastic ones that, uh-huh. that hold water. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So, yeah, you want. so I've been fixing it whenever I've seen it because that's what you want. I just didn't, but I fixed it. I, I put some new fuses in it. Okay. Yep. You think I have some just sitting around in the shop at this time? How uh, frustrating. Yeah, you have a whole second bike. Yeah, well, that's where they came from. Yeah, okay. Someone stole those fuses. I got mm-hmm. new ones now. Okay. I mean, extras. Yeah. Because I don't know what caused them to pop in the first place. But, you know, that is the only, like, annoying thing about getting a motorcycle is everyone... A lot of people buy motorcycles. Sorry, quick side note. Yeah. They buy motorcycles, and they think that they're going to get into doing maintenance because they have a motorcycle and it's so much easier. And then you like you get a motorcycle and the standard person that might have done an oil change on their car before realizes that they need all of these like special tools and the fuses are a different size and 
there's like all this other stuff that for some odd reason, there's this disconnect where people are like, well, now that I have a motorcycle, I must be a mechanic. So I have to do all my own maintenance because that's what you do with a motorcycle. But anyway, yeah, sorry. But fuses, smaller. Not something you just have around, necessarily. I mean, I usually do, but I wanted to make sure I kept the, you know, I didn't want to just stick a wire in it or something. Anyway. Yeah, okay, yeah. So was I put some hit? fuses in. Was that, a, was that a hit? No, I drive international, so sometimes the wire is needed. Okay. I was like, I've only done that once in my life. That was a dire circumstance. Yeah. Internationals are a dire circumstance. <laughs> Period. End quote. Yeah. Got to keep them alive somehow. I put the fuses in. I fire the bike up. I let it sit there and run. And at about 210, probably 212, boom, fan kicks on. Now, I let I had let this bike go all the way to like 235, and mm -hmm. it wasn't stopping. And it was starting to make sounds like, hey, the computer can't compensate for the heat you're putting in this, you know, type thing. Mm -hmm. Well, after changing the fuses, the fan kicks on, the temperature goes right back down to like 215, just sitting there on the stands. Mm -hmm. And I just let it run. I let it run for like 20 minutes. Yeah, weird how that works. It's weird how that little fan made all the difference in the world. But yeah. so I'm like, oh, my day's turning around. Stupid fuses, stupid me. Let's put this whole thing back together for the last time, for the real time, for the good time. I slide the front fairings on and water starts shooting everywhere. Okay. Is it still running? No. Okay. So I'm looking, whatever, the the overflow container, mm -hmm. the one of the hoses that goes to the overflow container goes from the top of the radiator neck down to the bottom of the overflow. I just rubbed it and it must have been about ready to go anyway, I guess. You know, old. Mm, the hose. Okay. Yeah. yeah, whatever. So had to let that completely drain out. Had to pull the fairings off, let that completely drain out. Uh -huh. do, you, do you think I have German-sized no. hose in the shop? Absolutely not. Well, I mean, you had the other bike. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I went to get its hose, and um, I'm kind of glad this happened because that hose wasn't lasting another 10 seconds probably. Gotcha. You could, like pull it and you could see the all the you cracks could, you, all the you, way up yes yeah, so yeah. so i went to the farm store this morning and found me some hose that would work true story <laughs> so, oh that's awesome yeah. that's the best part about like motorcycling where it's unexpected you know what the best part about it was you know what store i was at take a guess uh valley implement no smithfield implement those are both good stores, but I was at Cal Ranch. Oh, yeah, classic. I should have guessed your favorite, yeah. yeah I, I figured right. so. So I'm walking out of there, and the, the little girl behind the counter that, you know, had the I graduated 2020 t-shirt mm -hmm. on, I noticed. She said, you know, I had some I had some zip ties and two feet of hose, and I think I bought some a, a set of Torx ranches yeah, and you're, or whatever. And you're at Cal Ranch, yeah. Yeah, and, and she says, oh, man, what are you working on today? And I said, a motorcycle. And she just looked at me. <laughs> I said, doesn't everybody come in here? Ain't that what they're doing? Your local farm store to fix your motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. You know, What's you're, it all about? S1000 double R. Yes. That's so what you should have just said that. Yeah. And then I would have had to explain. But yeah, yeah, I right. grabbed my stuff, mm -hmm. which leads me to the fact that I walked out of the cow ranch. I threw a leg over the HD Harley Davidson. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I pulled the old nicer out. All right. And that's the only thing that kept my Zen. Actually. I was expecting a Husqvarna. 
that's what I should have done. But I'm looking at the line of bikes and I was like, this one ain't had no love in a little while. And so I went and took, I went and took the nicer out and man, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to break those things though. You forget like when you're driving. Oh, yeah. To stop it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a little bike, but it still takes a lot of brake input to get that thing to stop. Yeah. Well, and they only have the one disc up front. Yeah. And but. yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a nice relaxing drive. So got my bag of parts, came back, put the bike the rest of the way together, put the fairings on it, fired it up, let it, let it run till it was hot and cooling down and stay in temperature. Went and wore the clutch out a couple, three more times, you know, to get ready for the weekend. And, uh, are you going to be able to, I mean, I guess depending on parts, which I'm sure you're about to get into, but should only be racing it in one race. So, well, figure if she's got 10, might as you might as well use all nine before you get there. I guess. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do now because so that bike's done. It's loaded in the trailer at this point already. I'm not looking mm-hmm. at it again. I'm not touching it because the way my day was going, I thought if I touch it again, it won't make it. I'll just break something. So yeah, put it away. She's locked down. She's ready to go. So we've got that bike. So now the question is, I mean, I'm going to take it out and see how it is on the track day before. I got to familiarize myself, make sure everything's working right, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I want to sit there and run her for laps all day long. I know the bike. I should know the bike. Right. I don't want to wear it out before I need it. Right. Now I'm now I'm just nervous about everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that, that one's in the trailer. The 2022 is ready for safety wire. Okay. Completely. All the pro bolts are in. All the pro bolts are in. I haven't actually safety wired it yet because I am waiting on case guards. Okay. That will interfere with that. Mm-hmm. I got case guards supposed to be coming. I got carbon fiber covers for the rear swing arm because I know how much you like carbon fiber and it's going to keep me from scratching it. Apparently that's what the ad said. I'm more smiling at the fact that you did the same thing that I do all the time. What? On Whenever I'm talking about motorcycles, I talk, I'll say rear swing arm and front forks. Yeah. Like As if there were forks in the back and there was a swing arm up front. Uh, like, yeah, the rear swing arm as opposed to the front left swing arm. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes anyway, sense. Yeah, I, I, I do it every time. And I always like, lately I've been like, I'll do it still. And then I correct myself. I'm like, it's just a swing arm. That's it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. That's fair. We got those parts still coming. So case covers, swing arm covers. Mm-hmm. See, I did it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, fairings. Fairing mm-hmm. mount kits. Important piece to me is the protective cover box for the cluster. Yeah, for the dash. For the dash. Okay. That that, that one's kind of important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have put clip the rear sets on it. Okay. What brand did you go with for that one? Uh, Gillum. Gillum. It's a German company. That. Ooh, fancy. So, and let me. This is how bad my weeks have been going. Oh boy. Here we go. When I say attack performance, you say rear sets. Yamaha. You're supposed to say Yamaha. Oh yeah. That one. So attack performance makes parts for sport bikes, right? Yeah. But they generally sponsor the Yamaha team. That's true. Okay. Yep. So I always kind of associate attack with Yamaha, but my 2010 has attack performance. You know, I knew them. So so if you're listening to Attack Performance, sponsoring Moto America helped you on that sell because when I was a newbie coming into this, 
I was like, I want rear sets. What ones do I buy? And I was on the forums and I was looking and there's like 5,000 different names mm-hmm. and there's cheap Chinese ones you can buy on eBay. And there's, mm-hmm. there's everything you can imagine, but yeah, I guess that's, that's CNC billet aluminum right there. Right, right, right. Any Chinese color you ones. want. Yeah. <laughs> At least tell you park it in the sun one day. Yeah. And I'll so, just fall off. <laughs> and then, so I was like, I'm going to get a reputable brand. I'm going to get something that I've heard that's on the big name bikes. And mm-hmm. so not knowing any better, I just, they weren't, you know, the forums, that's not the ones that were recommended for the bike or anything. I bought attack performance. They are awesome. I have loved them. They mm-hmm. have the sharpest. I mean, I have cuts. You've seen them before. I cut my, yeah. I cut myself, rip my pants. Every time I drive that thing, mm-hmm. they're the most aggressive foot pegs I have ever seen. Good grip. Yep. Good, good grip. But they, I've never had a boot slip where I put it where I want it. It sticks. You know, I haven't had to use this yet, but they have this cool little breakaway. They have a weak spot like machine into them. Mm-hmm. So the, the hope is that if you were to put it down, it just busts the end off and you can, you know, they don't let us do that in our classes. But if you're in a more important series, you could jump back on the bike and finish the race with half a peg. Right. But I get compliments on them all the time. People walk up like, oh, those are cool. Like, where did those come from? I have to tell them attack performance. So what rear sets would I get for a 2022 as a happy ass, you know, attack performance customer? Probably attack performance. So I go to the attack performance website and if attack performance is listening, I just told you that Moto America worked for you, the sponsorship, but now I'm going to tell you that some of your fans, me, I'm raising my hand for those that can't see. Mm-hmm. The idiot that I am some days, I get on their website because it was a no-brainer. That's what I'm getting. Right. I get on their website and it says like 2009 to 2015. Okay. And then it says 2016 plus. Okay. I look through there and I'm like, these jerks, since Tyler Cycles started running BMWs, they're refusing to make rear sets for the BMWs because they hate them so much because they're in this competitive battle. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that and I'm going, why wouldn't they make them for the new one? Are they not wanting what? And so I did some research, found Gillum, who is a Mm -hmm. German company. They're the ones I dislike the least because none of them, none of them, none of the ones I looked at were as good as what I feel my attack performance ones are. So I bought the Gillums mm -hmm. and then uh, my wife was out. My wife's out in the shop helping me with the bike. Okay. Yep. And I said, check out these rear sets. Do you like them? And she goes, yeah, they're cool. Why didn't you get attack performance? And I said, because the, the dirty buggers, they're so competitive. They don't want Tyler cycle getting some magic pegs on their bikes, blah, 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 blah. And she comes walking up to me later and shows me the thing. And she goes, they're right here. And I said, what? She goes, they're right here. And I said, what do you mean? She says, it's 2016 plus. And I said, what mm-hmm. do you mean plus? And she said, open the damn thing up. And it says all the years all you had to do is open it up. And so I'm sorry, Attack, but I'm going to try these Gillums out because I already got them, but they uh-huh. are manufactured in Germany. Okay. How does so, the grip How does the grip feel or look like n- it would feel? Nowhere near. Okay. Nowhere so, near as aggressive. That's kind of interesting, though, because that's meaning the, the mounting for uh, 2016, 17, 18, and 19 is the same as the see, new style. And, 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 and I might have... Uh, don't quote me directly on, I mean, I know I said that, but there might've been three breakdowns. Yeah. In there. Right. You're on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm on it now. So anyway, they, they look good. 
they got the carbon fiber hill guard that I like. Okay. And they're all black, so they clean the bike up, in my opinion, a bit. BMW. 15 to rear set with shift lever. Yep. Yeah, it just has 2015 dash. I wasn't aware of that, but then, because like you said, so the 2010, the first gens, the bolts come in straight through the front into the frame. And on the yeah. 22, I don't know when that switched, but on the 22, it goes into the back of the frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, they don't, they want me to click on, it's like freaking my computer. Is that blanking on your screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't technically say anything about the year, but I'm also not looking super deep because it's being kind of weird. But it does just say 2015 to, and then nothing. So they do look spiky, very spiky. Yep. So we're going to try the Gillums out if those aren't good. Are we thinking we're going to swap back over to attack performance eventually or? Yeah, for my skill set, they ought to be good enough. Fair enough. They they seem to have some nice adjustment. I just wasn't in love with the pegs and the, I mean, they're no, no hit on Gillum. They're, they're, they're good looking mm-hmm. and they were, they were priced pretty good. The attacks are about $150 more. Hmm. Okay. So German, German. product. For $150 cheaper. German shipped from, well, what website did you find them through? Moto Million. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah. He's always good for a lot of BMW parts. Yep. Yep. Moto Million there. Moto D Racing does a lot of Italian stuff. So So we got those. I haven't changed tires yet because I just. So what's the, like, what's the real? I mean, we're a week out now. By the time everyone's listening to this, they're, you know, we're going to be, you said it, a day out from driving down there what's the plan are you taking it anyway or so the plan right now is it's going one way or the other okay and it's going one way or the other and worst case scenario well not worst case but because there could be a lot worse i'm thinking the new donor bike Mm -hmm. it needs to be saved for the race make sure she can do what she needs to do on race day (laughs) yeah you know you don't want to ruin that by burning the clutch out early or anything like that i mean she's got to get to know me (laughs) how are we gonna work together hey just know that you're gonna be the transmission you yeah you transmission clutch abusive that's (laughs) all you can expect from this relationship (laughs) so i'll have to do a minimum of a session on that bike on the Mm -hmm. test and tune day see how that goes and decide from there but probably use the 22 if it's not ready for race day i'll probably use the 22 for the rest of the track day okay and then give her hell on the the old beater bike. And this is the last round. So there's my question. Is if you use the 22 on the track day and you love it, but it's not ready for the race, like, are you going to take that down for CVMA or? So the parts are already ordered. So that plan has been put in motion. And mm-hmm. so I fully anticipate, I'd like to lock up my place in this vintage class. Right. Which requires an older bike. Right. I'd like to lock that up this week. That's the goal one. Mm-hmm. Next year, all bets are off. I don't care about that one anymore. I just wanted to get that one done this year because that's a goal that I can attain. Right. Get that done. And then next year, I, I fully anticipate the 22 is going to become the the bike. Okay. Going forward, whether it's CVMA or, I mean, it's going to be ready for the massacre. Yeah, I was going to dive into that a little bit. Kind of save it for the end, though. Yeah, well, save it. We'll go back. All right. Side note, Aubrey, I don't know if she listens to this, but Aubrey, uh, one of the racers down at USBA. 
She's going to have, I'm going to have to go look her up, talk to her and have her show me how to put different bikes. I'm always amazed. So she races an R6. Mm-hmm. She races that one that comes from Alex, right? Mm-hmm. She races every class they'll let her back to back. It don't matter. Oh man, yeah. it'd be good, great to be young again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she goes out there and races all of them. But I was just noticing on the pre-registration, mm-hmm. she's signed up for even more than normal. So I was kind of just checking because so she races an R6, but she still races in a bunch of the thousand classes. Okay. But I noticed that one of the bikes she has is the Royal Enfield that she raced in the build train race series this year. Right. So I, I know another lady that races in that series or raced in that series this year. And she was telling me, you know, they get to keep the bikes, you know, as part of the, as part of the program. And I I think there's a chance they can come back next year. Certain, certain riders will get selected to come back next year. Okay. So right. I don't know if they use the same bike the next year. I don't know the details there, but right. I, I just noticed on the entry list. So she's got this class, the R6, this class, the R6. I thought it was kind of cool because I think it was twins. She's running the twins with the Royal Enfield. Interesting. Okay. Their last race was a pit. Mm-hmm. So that series is over. Must be free game. She can run the Royal Enfield now. So I thought that was cool. I'll be watching. Yeah. I'll be yeah. watching that. Good deal. Let's see. And then. So we had a three tiered plan though. And yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Track. I don't want to talk like who or what at this point, mm-hmm. or at this stage. We can we can bring that up at a later time. But the BMW motor out of the other bike, you the know, original, the, three, the, the original, original race bike, the original race bike. Sounds like we found a place to be sending it. Okay. So I sent you some pictures earlier, but I built the yeah. I built the the cradle dolly with some wheels and stuff. Yeah, I looked at that and I was like. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like I'm assuming same bolt up as it as if it was in the bike, basically. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm using the two rear bolts. And tell me that you tell me that you cut the brackets off the frame. No. Oh, bummer. No. No. But <laughs> so yeah, I built that cradle to hold it. Built a rectangle with some caster wheels on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Mounted it all up so you can drive it around the shop. So. <laughs> She feels like she's got some wind in her hair again. That's the fastest freaking blowing up. What to call it? Well, I'm just saying, like 170 some odd horsepower on four caster wheels. Yep. That's what's yep. up. <laughs> so when we get all the details from that, that's something I'd like to bring here. Is you know what that took? You know what was actually found to be wrong? Mm-hmm. How much it cost? How long it took? how big and bad we're going to go with it because the last thing i need is more power but when in rome yeah, yeah i mean if they're in there might as well you know they might as well make it the fastest 2010 still in existence just put the turbo on it and we'll call it good yeah yeah i mean she had some guts before yeah i rode it the one time yeah. she I, I, remember, well, I mean i remember hitting the straight and i was a little scared that it was so windy that day <laughs> well i i mean i'm not i'm not that guy you know that that's like oh man got me a the same 250 cr250 that everybody else has got but mine's the fastest yeah i'm not that guy but i can say that I, you know i get multiple people coming and telling me like gosh man i can't you know it blowing me down on, on other thousands so yeah the, the old girl's got some got some grunt to her or did yeah had had She'll be back. She'll be back, but she'll be, she might be kind of crazy when she comes back. So oh, that's good. 
so we'll we'll uh we'll keep you informed and yeah another but, quick trip down to mexico you know another quick trip down to mexico and we'll maybe see maybe actually because of the uh not that it ever isn't actually but uh <laughs> the winter's coming you know yeah this is true so that's the bmws do i get to bring up the next subject again if you want yeah i'm just kind of here for the ride all right well we have an event coming up mm-hmm. a personal uh me and you we it have is. a track we have a track day coming up yeah which one are you getting at one of them is a very rare opportunity for at least the next few years. Huh? Well, maybe not anymore. Now, so I have I have an announcement. Now you um, lost me. All right. All right. Let me make my announcement. Uh, a while ago, this summer in July, I flew out to your place to ride motorcycles. And I flew with suit. Right? And I just stuffed my suit in my normal suitcase. That's weird. Suitcase. Suit. Anyway. Uh, that was kind of annoying because then we basically just had this extra suitcase because I was going to leave my suit at your house, which I did, right? Because I was like, I'll be out here often. We'll be flying. So I'll just leave this here so I don't have to fly with it. So then we flew back with an extra suitcase and I was like, that's kind of annoying. Also, I kind of like the suit. And, you know, if we got a custom suit down the line at some point, I would want to just kind of take that everywhere. So how do I do that? So talking with our good friend Lugnut, since we haven't mentioned him by name this week yet, uh, he led me to the OGO rig right which is this like big old bag specifically for motorcycle racing actually pretty pretty sweet if you're looking at racing moto america or you travel a lot for whatever racing you're doing are you ever going to take your stuff on a plane like actually a pretty sweet setup so go look it up if you're interested but i was like you know i could buy that rig or i could get a separate rig and that's what we did and we went out and bought ourselves a class a motorhome yeah so <laughs> that's the tie together yeah yeah well that's what i he a rig me, by so, any other name is not a rig so he sent me a message because he was like hey did you ever pick one of these up and sent me a like link to they had an ad right they they were having a sale going on i think it was actually a pretty good sale like 30 percent off or something and i was like uh no but i think i got another rig that should fit a suit in it and i sent him a picture of a motorhome and he's like oh yeah i think that'll work bud I was like, yeah, you know, go ahead. So, A, I got questions. A, do you want me to bring your suit back to you? <laughs> I was I was thinking about that the other day because I was looking for my other boots. And I was like, where did my boots go? And I was like, oh, yeah, I left those in Utah. I forgot. Yeah. So, I can bring that stuff back to you, A. B, if there was a 30% off sale on the rigs, mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been cool if somebody would have sent me the link. I'm just saying. Well, you do, everyone just assumes you've got all your stuff figured out. Everybody just assumes I pay full price for everything. <laughs> like this well, racing, com- this racing community, they're the cheapest people. Everybody wants a discount. Everybody wants anything, but yeah. oh, when it comes to cold, oh yeah, just he, he can make up for all the other discounts for everybody. Well, else. hey, Lugnut, he's on your list of people to email now. So <sighs> shoot him the message next time. So I can bring you your suit. Yeah, but- uh, that's. I mean, I'm not worried about that right now. So, but, 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 go. So this brings us to, right? We were planning on going to the track day massacre together. Yeah. In October, which is in Arizona. And I was going to have to fly out there, which meant that I would be riding whatever bikes, bikes you brought, right? Because I, I can't take a bike on an airplane. I can take a suit, but not a bike. Um, Maybe. 
Anyway, but we went and bought ourselves a motorhome so that we can specifically, like literally, so we can travel across the country with motorcycles towed behind in our trailer that we take everywhere. So we're going to be doing that, which I wanted to leave it up to the audience, maybe, which bikes we should both bring down, kind yeah. of. I mean, I'm taking my Jixxer for sure, but the other option is I bring your Jixxer or I bring my Aprilia. And then I had an interesting thought today. And I was like, what if you brought the brick out one last time and we both did a Jixxer lap and a brick lap and actually gave them the head-to-head? Well, what happens if, what happens, let's see, I got I to gotta say this politically correct. What happens if you beat me both bikes? That doesn't matter. Well, then how do we know? Then they'll just say that you're better. Well, but that's fine. If I'm if I'm comparing my Jixer time to my Ducati time and your Jixer time to your Ducati time, we're just comparing okay. which one's better. Okay. Right? We'll both ride both bikes for at least a lap. But it's just a thought. You don't have to do that yet because I don't you don't want to necessarily haul okay, seven. So I, I, like this, I like this train of thought, but just I have to take a side note real quick. Okay. I was looking at the brick earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Did you know what the brick has that only one other bike I own has? Single-sided swing arm. Full belly pan. Eh. It does. Does it? Does it come up in the back? Yes. Huh. Got a full belly pan that still allows a kickstand. That's true, yeah, because it has that little, like, cutout for the kickstand. Yeah, so a wire okay. tie on the kickstand, some safety wire, and that one's ready to race. I was, I was actually... That was in my thought, too. I was like, dude, he could just race that this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I, I want to win. Yeah. I mean, I want a realistic chance of winning. Does that meet vintage? It's 2012. Yeah. 10, Ten years or older. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was just thinking, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm obviously I'm bringing my Jixxer track bike. I could either bring the Aprilia or your Jixxer. I don't think I can squish all three of them in there. I would love to, but I just don't think it'll work. I don't think you want to. You've yeah. done it before. I don't think you want to do it again. Have I done three in that trailer? You did the, you did the Harley, the Jixxer and... You've definitely done three with the little Grom thing. Yeah, with the Grom, but I don't. Anyway. Um, yeah, we put yeah we two in the front and one backwards. I don't think that was in mine. I was trying to remember. I had the same thought in my head, but I don't think so. So I don't think it's wide enough to actually fit it in there backwards. Okay, so so put it in the comments what bike you want to see at the. Yeah, bikes. Right? Yeah, what I bikes? Think... Do, do I need to go get a new one? Something different. <laughs> Well, that's so, not what I meant, but. But I was actually talking about the 14th of October. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're going to have, we're basically going to redo the 750 shootout. Yeah. You have a 750 that's got considerably more power, as we found out. Apparently. You know damn well it does. The combination of your weight. Yeah. And the bike. I mean, yeah. we had plenty of opportunities to just sit on the straight, both floored. And watch yeah. one walk the other one. So there is that. There is also, when I got my bike dynoed, they came back at 143, which I was impressed with. I was like, that's insane. Because um, I had the, the entire engine redone. Nice refresh all the way around. New pistons, rings, and a few other things. That rhymed. That was kind of cool. Anyway. Oh, a regular M&M over here. That's what you <laughs> That's what you should put when you send your uh, uh, engine off. Just write a little note. I need some pistons and rings and a few other things. So just like <laughs> leave that. <laughs> With a music note after it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, and then the dyno came back at 143, right? And then we picked up your 2009 Chixer 750, put the same exhaust that I have on mine on it, and took it down to a shop here and had them dyno it. 
and it came back at like 125 i want to say maybe 127 yep and i was like yo i mean i have the same bike in my garage i know there's like a couple of differences i think there's like I realized that mine had some aftermarket velocity stacks or something that someone had put on there and it has an engine refresh done on it, but like 20 horsepower, that's, it's that's a hefty. Lot on a bike. Yeah. And they explained to me, which I, I knew this before, but they were like, no, this dyno is like tough. Like this dyno does not lie. It's not going to like give you those numbers that you're hoping for. It's going to give you the actual, like they've been, you know, these guys build a lot of drag racing bikes and stuff. And basically they explained to me that, they have been extremely disappointed sometimes when they like they get done with the build and they go take it on the dyno for the first time. They're like, whoa, that is way less than we wanted. So, but that is uh, that is where it sits with two dyno sheets. So take it for what you will. Bad day, bad dyno, whatever. But so 20 horsepower mm-hmm. and what, 80 pounds? Uh, I don't remember. We, we did the math and it, it, you said it equated to another 15 horse. So. Yeah, but your bike was, I'm not making excuses. No, no, it was kind of sad. It honestly, was, that bike was walking me on the straight for sure. Yeah, and they're—I mean—they're identical bikes, same exhaust, and yeah, I know. Like, like we said, the dyno numbers are different, but like, well, and there is the—I uh, am re-geared, but only down one. So, well, what I want you to tell me. So we, mm-hmm. I started here, and you went to the one that's coming up after, but the next one is October fourteenth. We're bringing. Yeah. I'm flying to you. Yep. So my only option is the 750. Yeah. And I can't carry on a BMW. Maybe a 750, but not a BMW. So there's another bike in my garage, but yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But the option is the 750. So that's what she's there for. So we're, there's going to be some 750 on 750 hate happening. Some, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Shootout. Battle shoot Royale. Out, some competition, some good old Ejector 750 Battle Royale. Fight to the death. Yeah. Well, just for the record, let's do this math. So what do we say? 20 horse, roughly? Uh, yeah. She's down 20 horse. Yeah. And I said, I said uh I was up 80 pounds. Uh-huh. That's only 60 now. Okay. Okay. I got you. Only 60 we're, pounds up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, okay. We're, Tracking. We're, Closer I thought there, you were no. converting that into horsepower. I was like, I don't think you can like add the weight and subtract the horsepower from it to get you. <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to a track neither one of us has been to. True. Yeah. It'll be which was also true in Roebling, but whatever. Well, that's true. But it, it'll be two days. Mm-hmm. We don't have to play the games this time because that particular track day. Yeah, server, that's true. They force you to start in the C group. They call it something different, but. But they save your stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you go their in website and like, is click awesome. Add to cart, and then you're done. Yeah. So last time, for the audience, uh, last time we did it, they forced you. It don't matter if you were a pro racer. You know, they you had to call them ahead of time and plead your case on why you, yeah. you couldn't start out in that class. Uh, we decided that wasn't worth it, so we started out in the only you can only pass on straights you can't pass in corners you can't it was really bad for especially us there yeah especially at that track that's not too complicated and it, it it took a lot of the fun out of it for us honestly mm-hmm. but it didn't take too long and they came to us and said ah you guys need to step up you can go to the next round or next level yeah. so 
the one fear I had about going back to this place is like, I'm not, or not the same place, but same track day organization. I said, I am not doing that again. I'm making the phone call, pleading my case, whatever it yeah. takes, but I'm not doing that again. I have and a I, freaking race license. I got a race license, baby. Do you so see I, my medals? <laughs> it's growing. <laughs> so, so I hopped on their app and was quite impressed. Actually, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen their app since the last time we were with them and the app kept track of your certificate not your certificates what they call it on there so levels i don't yeah it automatically kept track of our levels so we don't have to play that game this time we can just bump into the next level and go from there so we don't have any of that to deal with that was a good thing and i'm really excited to get back on 750 and see how some of my latest gains cross over actually yeah no it'll be a good weekend i'm I'm super stoked. I've been wanting to get up there for a while. We're going to Carolina Motorsports Park. Before I moved out here, I was like, that should be my home track, right? And uh, I didn't even actually know much about Roebling before I moved out here. But like Carolina Motorsports Park just made sense. I'm in Carolina. That's right. It, it just all matches up. It looks like I've heard it's real flat, but it's got some good technical, got a decent size straight. So I think uh, for the options out here, I think we'll enjoy it a lot. I got to get you out to AMP eventually but uh we'll get there so so i need you to buy another set of tire warmers because it's really dangerous to only have one set because something could happen okay and maybe my oh my goodness maybe the set of tires that show up at your house might be slicks (laughs) Uh, okay if 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 the book ends up coming to the massacre she'll be on slicks i decided all right well i mean that would yeah that 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 would is also difference Right, realistically, yeah. I run on I run on slicks and the the white jigsaw, the what do you call her, the silver bullet or something <laughs> dumb like that. White lightning, that's what white it is. Lightning. White lightning, yeah. Old white lightning is uh running on Q fives, which aren't bad, but slicks. Uh, I think we can both attest now that definitely make a difference. So yeah, I'm I'm liking them. I'm not liking how fast I go through them, but I am liking them. <laughs> Yeah, well, you just got to get a harder compound. Well, I, I have some actually to try, but I, I'm i too serious right now. You got to get the soft, sticky, well, good, I, sticky yeah. rubber. I got to go with what's working because I don't want well, my excuses to go backwards. So I'm excited about that one, though, and that's going to be – I am excited about that one. That's going to yeah. be fun. No, it's another, another sweet track to hopefully uh, mark off the list and be able to get you guys a good review going. And yeah, get the jigsers out one more time. See, uh, I mean, it's been a minute since I've been on a bike and it's been a minute since I've been on my bike at a track. So, I mean, the last time I rode the jigser at the track was, was AMP. That was in like what, April. Yep. And that was the same day I put the Aprilia down. So it's been a minute. I've only ridden Ducati since then and you've done a lot more since then. So should be a good, should be a good weekend. I'll still win, but it'll be fine. I didn't hear you. What? Do we got to put dinner on this too? No, I don't need dinner. Okay. Look, I just have to continue to prove that my 2008 Jixxer 750 is the greatest of all time. And I'm going to do that no matter what. So It, it used to be a, Jix, a 2008 Jixxer 750 is the best of all time. And you've changed one word in that statement. My yeah. 2008 Jixxer is the yeah. best of all time. <laughs> yeah, well, yours is in 2008. It's 2009. I so. understand that. I understand that. They anyway. worked. The, they worked the bugs out by then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Carolina Motorsports Park, get you guys some info on that. And then two weeks later after that, I'm trekking cross country to meet you down in Arizona. You're trekking down country to meet me there. Um, let us know what bikes you want to see there. We have a unique opportunity. It's a three-day track day event with three different layouts. Uh, so I think we have some sweet opportunities to maybe run Jixer on Ducati, maybe run Aprilia versus BMW. Maybe uh, We've got some options. So uh, if you need a reminder of our lineup, let us know. We'll give to you a reminder next week. But uh, kind of want you guys to let us know. Or if you don't, well, then I guess it'll be a surprise. Speaking of kind of back on the podium club, I'm super stoked about that because this podium club has got like their own hype built around it. Right. So there's like track day massacre. That's cool and whatever. But podium club at Tessa, if you get on their website, like they are planning this thing to be the biggest, craziest, awesomest thing in the world. I think they're going to try. It sounds like they're going to try and get MotoGP over there at some point, maybe steal the reins from Texas. Right. They're claiming it's the first track ever built in America starting at FIA and FIM standards. Mm -hmm. So like from the beginning, they built it saying, yes, MotoGP can come here. Formula One could come here, right? Like it is built to do that from the beginning. And then they're trying to turn it into a whole racing community, basically. So real estate opportunities, they're going to make the track like 10 times bigger. I don't know. I already talked to the realtors. I already told you. Yeah. So anyway, if you're if you're down there in the southwest uh, area, keep an eye out on them. Um, I'm excited to see see how that growing actually actually goes down. And they're like it's it's in their website in multiple places. They have the most tolerant sound limit in the entire state. Yeah, they have that neighboring track in yeah. Arizona that we've talked about before. That that's a that's a direct hit. Shots yeah. fired. Yeah, which it, it's their limit at Podium Club is. 120 decibels at the property line. So that made me kind of curious to like, how much property do you have and what are they going to put in place? Like, I don't know. You can't really plant trees down there, but are they going to just put buildings all the way around the track so that you can get as loud as you want? Well, they are, they're putting houses all the way around the track. That's why I've been talking to the realtor, but (laughs) yeah, but I mean, what kind of, I mean, what do you, what do you call that? You're familiar when you live in the community and you have a HOA. HOA, what kind of HOA do you have to have there where they're like, I don't know. Instead of like on the HOA, read through these rules and it says, can't have 17 cars parked in front of your house. Check. This one's going to be like, can't bitch about 120 decibels all (laughs) hours of the night. Check. Have have to be okay with not street legal motorcycles riding around randomly in the neighborhood. Right. There's going to be dudes like running because they're supposed to build like restaurants and a little strip mall and all this oh, stuff. Yeah, there's two gas stations on the property in the plan. Yeah, one at opposite corners or whatever of the facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks amazing. If they can get it done, be, it looks amazing. supposed to be insane and huge. Yeah. Phase, yeah. Phase five, I think is the total. Let's see. Phase five, 43 acre off-road track special event venue with parking. South Commerce Park. Additional 156 private garages for members, 40 acres for home sites, gas station with convenience store, four-acre motor coach park and RV campground, and a 308 private members garages. So, but there's also like a completely separate racetrack that's going to go in there. And I don't know how they, I don't even know how they plan on like, so if you get on their website right now and you go to their like track right now, they say it's got 18 layouts. 18 configurations 
Well, why are we only doing three? We should change every hour. Because one of their configurations is an oval that's 0. 0.40 miles long. That'd be fun for a minute. And then the next configuration is the same oval, but it's got a chicane in one of the corners that's 0. 0.40 miles long. And then there's that a long, like, finger-looking thing that's 0. 0.8 miles. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. They, I get it. I mean, you can do almost anything there. But by the time they get done, it's looking like they're going to say they're probably going to claim 102 track configurations. That's but anyway... That's for your kids nowadays. You need yeah. you need all these options. Yeah, they gotta have changes. Can't just go faster on one thing. But yeah, keep your keep your eye out on Podium Club at Atessa. Uh we'll be there. So we'll be able to get you guys some good insight on that on what it looks like so far. And I think maybe we'll try and find a we'll look around, see who's around that could give us some updates on, you know, what the plan actually is and what they actually want to do. See if we can get on the ground information for you, because that's what I'm all about. So Get some interviews. Yep, yep. Anyway, I think that uh, that's about all I had. Okay, we have, uh, let's see, MotoGP's back in action. Yep, next week they'll be back. And Moto America it has one more week off. And then to Texas. And then they're to Texas. British Superbike right now. British Superbike going on now. I'm going to go see if I can find where to watch that because you yep. didn't tell me that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get a VPN or something. But... <laughs> And uh, World Superbike is actually coming up next weekend also, I believe. Okay. All right. You going to fact check me? No, I just, I'm curious where they're at. I could have told you a minute ago, but they're back from their break. Calendar. Because I, I think I, I noticed they'd be racing while I was <laughs> racing. They're the week after. All right. That's better for me. I can watch it easier. There'll be a Pirelli French round, 8th through the 10th, so... Next week will be just MotoGP, which is kind of nice. I like it better when it's just one. Agreed. So I'm not feeling like I'm missing out on stuff. So yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be back here next week, giving you guys the MotoGP updates. And stay tuned, keep listening because we got some big stuff coming up, and uh, I don't think the winter is going to stop us too much. No. So okay. Go we'll ahead see you and next uh, time. comment, subscribe, like. Don't Please. smash anything. No smashing. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks.